This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I almost named this episode School Board Parents Totally Destroy Woke Superintendent because that's exactly what happened. Believe it or not, out in California of all places, Chino Valley, in Chino Valley, the school board kicked the state superintendent, the California superintendent of instruction out of the meeting because he violated his time. He came to the meeting to speak. He went over his time. The school board president stopped him short, cut his mic. And when he did not respect her direction to stop speaking, she adjourned the meeting and then had him thrown out by police. It is Something, and this is only the beginning of the story, by the way. The the reason there was this hubbub at this school board meeting was because there was a resolution they were voting on that would require schools to notify parents if their children were being transed at school. And the California superintendent of instruction came to Chino Valley to speak at the school board meeting to oppose the resolution. He called it dangerous. He he repeated the classic talking point that if you don't trans the kids, then they're going to kill themselves. And this school board and the parents in Chino Valley were having none of it. Take a look at this. Not only may fall outside of the laws that respect privacy and safety for our students, but may put our students at risk because they may not be in homes where they can be safe. Time. 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 And I learned something from a previous board president. Guys, be respectful. The parents are going wild as the superintendent of instruction walks away from the podium. For just a minute, he'll be back. Tony Thurman, I appreciate you being here tremendously. But here's the problem. We're here because of people like you. You're in Sacramento proposing things that pervert children. You had a chance to come and talk to me, Tony. By all means, you had a chance to come talk to me. Why was it so important for you to walk with my opponent? You are the very reason why we're in this. May, may I have? As a point of order, as the board point of order, this is not your meeting. You may have a seat because if I did that to you in Sacramento, you would not accept it. Please sit. Can I get a point of order? You're not going to blackmail us. You already sent us a blackmailing letter on previous things. Point of you order. Will not, you'll not bully us here in Chino. Please seat. Point of order. In Chino. Point We're going to take order. a five-minute break. So the school board president says that they're going to take a five-minute break to adjourn. She walks off of the stage into the background. Police officers then come over to Tony Thorman, who is the superintendent for or superintendent of instruction, and they force him to remove himself from the podium. By the way, I think we should all give a huge shout out to the president of the Chino Valley School Board. Her name is Sonia Shaw. She handled that situation like a boss looking at this guy and saying, you're the reason that we're here because you're supporting things 
curriculum and policies that pervert our children in school. Absolutely amazing. So this came right before the school board voted on the resolution. And I'm gonna show you a video of the school board casting their vote. You can see who votes yes and who votes no for this resolution. Um, and then I'm gonna show you the response of the parents when this resolution was passed. So first take a look at this vote. I know her voice is a little blurry in the beginning of this video, but in a minute you'll hear her call the roll call for the members of this school board. She's gonna start right now. No. Mr. Monroe. Yes. Mr. Cruz. Mr. Nong. Aye. And Amiguez, the motion passes. So that's four to one. The resolution to require schools to notify children, to notify parents if their children are being trans in school passed. You can hear the parents in the background. You can hear their cheers. But I'm gonna show you another video that turns the cameras so that you can see the physical reaction of these parents, it will give you chills. I mean, these parents are having none of it. These parents have come to protect their children. Come to protect their children. As soon as this video, you can hear them still going. I mean, this is in the middle of the meeting. A meeting that's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a meeting of decorum. We can play that, that next video anytime. So now you can see a different angle. Look at the reaction of these parents. Parents jump out of their seats, fists in the air, flying American flags, hugging each other, cheering, taking videos. This is the America that I wanna live in. And this is happening in California, perhaps the bluest state in the entire nation. And look at these parents. Look at these parents. You gotta love this. I love the guy with the American flag in the middle of the aisle. Look at how many people showed up to this meeting. This is what happens when parents take a stand. And I, I would bet you that most of these parents, maybe 10 years ago, weren't even the most political people on the planet. But you come after our kids and moms and dads turn into grizzly bears, even in the state of California, even in the state of California, it is phenomenal. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, so I saw this video while I was doom scrolling on Twitter today, and it cracked me up. I laughed my head off when I saw this video. However, I can't tell if this is real or if it's a parody, which I know is a commentary on the chaotic society in which we are living. But take a look at this. I don't know if this is a woman 
who is taking part in what the left calls the body positivity movement, where if you state a fact, a scientific reality that being obese is unhealthy, then you are deemed fat phobic, or whether she is illuminating the absurdity of those who are propagating that narrative. I can't tell. Take a look. We argued that the only reason people admire bodybuilders uh, who have built their body with muscle and not um, obese people who have built their body with eating huge amounts of food is because there's uh, prejudice against fat people. And so bodybuilding could benefit from including the non-competitive um, display of fat bodies alongside muscular ones. Okay, is that real or is that fake? At first I thought this was real because it seems like an argument that the ridiculous woke people would make about obese people and about this body positivity. If you notice that someone's fat, you're fat phobic. It seems like an argument that they would make in real life, but then when she said, um, when she compared bodybuilders who build their, their bodies through muscle versus obese people who build their bodies by eating huge amounts of food, I thought, this has gotta be a joke, right? She couldn't have even, she couldn't have said eating huge amounts of food and be serious about it. And then she suggests that the non-competitive display of fat bodies next to bodybuilders, I can't decide. I go back and forth. I've watched this a dozen times today. And I, one time I'll watch it and be like, no, she's, she's real. This is, this is authentic. This is how ridiculous these people are. And then I'm like, no, she's fake. She's just trying to show us a parody. She's just trying to make fun of these people. I cannot decide. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. You can, you can go to lizwheeler.com. You can go to my Twitter, twitter.com. Um, my username is Liz underscore Wheeler. Let me know if you think that this is real or if you think this is fake. I'll post it over there and you can let me know under the comments or I'll post it on Twitter, I mean. So a paddleboarder drowned at former President Obama's home in Martha's Vineyard. A tragic story, awful. Um, a, a middle-aged man, he was in his 40s, was paddleboarding with another man and or another person. I think, it, I think it's been reported that it was another man and fell off the paddleboard in this pond, which apparently is only eight feet deep. And drowned. A 911 call came from the Obama residence reporting this, and this man was declared dead. He drowned in the water. And there's a lot of discussion about what exactly happened, not just because this is a tragedy, but because it happened on the property owned by the former president. It's odd enough when you have a drowning incident of a grown man. It's super odd, super strange when it happens on a property that's protected by the, super, by the Secret Service. And a lot of people have a lot of questions. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a conspiracy theorist here. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I know there are some people that are like, oh, this sounds a lot like what Ted Kennedy did or think about the Clinton body count. There are a lot of comments like that that I see going around online. And I'm not sure that I'm convinced that there's anything shady at play here. Although, if you'll allow me this tangent, uh, Anthony Weiner, you remember him? Used to be married to Huma Abedin. Huma Abedin was Hillary Clinton's right-hand woman until Anthony Weiner was, as his name suggests, exposed for being a pervert online and sending pictures of, um, you know, his last name to young girls. Anthony Weiner was interviewed by Patrick Bet David on the PBD podcast, and Patrick Bet David asked Anthony Weiner about his formerly close relationship with the Clintons and asked him about the reports on the Clinton body count, this allegation that Bill and Hillary Clinton have been associated with a very, very unusual, very abnormal number of suspicious deaths. And this is how Anthony Weiner reacted to this question. Take a look. 
And th this is the one that's kind of weird. And, and first thing I ask myself is, how the hell uh, is our, our guy here, Anthony Weiner, still alive? What do you mean by that? Well, when you go through the list of people that have been close to Hillary Clinton and the Clintons and the Deadpool, this is not a conspiracy. Paula Wilker, John Parnell uh, Walker, Barbara Weiss. We should verify this yourself because you're, you're running a radio show. You should look it up. I Charles don't know Meisner, any of these Dr. Stanley Hurd, Barry Beal, Barry Seal, Johnny Longhorn, Stanley Higgins. Can you read me the URL you're reading? Begins. Can you read me the URL Herschel, you're reading? We'll send you the most credible no, no, source you can look it up. Know Herschel what you're, what you're we will. We'll put the link of. below. We'll put the Just link below. Just tell me so I know what Herschel I'm responding Friday, to. Friday, Kevin Ivey, Dan Henry. Keith Coney, what? and these were a uh, uh, part of the Ivy Henry case. Keith McCaskill. What's the Ivy Henry case? Uh, you can look it up. Ivy <laughs> Henry case. So Gregory <laughs> Collins, Jeff Rhodes, James Millen, Richard Winter, and then you got the close bodyguards, Major Chemsick, William Barkley, Captain Scott Reynolds, uh, Brian Hanley, Tim Sable, what General you, William Robertson. You don't Robertson, even know what you're reading a list of. How is this, Densberger, how is this Robert Kelly, Colonel, uh, Gary Rhodes, uh, uh, Steve right. Wills, Robert Williams, Conway LeBlue, Todd McKeon. I'm done. It's 46 names. And... Of what? When can you I, read me I, the list? Can you I, read me the URL so I, I know what you uh, read a list uh, uh, of when I, I finish, answer When I finish it? this, when I finish this, stillinthestorm.com. You can look it up. Stillinthestorm.com. You can this look it up. This is your big moment, guys. Yeah, so you, you can go. And by the way. Ads about chemtrails by, at the by, end of by, it. He hasn't even asked the question. By the way. He's just reading the article. He's reading, no, he's reading a list of names. So, he hasn't even asked the question. It's a list. The fact that you're getting nervous is an answer. It's not nervous. I just, this stuff makes me sick when you repeat these Exactly, it makes us sick as well. It also it makes obviously us doesn't. It of course, obviously because doesn't. the establishment. <laughs> a part of me wants to apologize to you for subjecting you to that crosstalk. The other part of me watches that and thinks, first of all, any man that wears a ring on his index finger and only on his index finger should not be trusted. And Anthony Weiner was wearing a ring on his index finger. But his denial was kind of weird. Like, you could think if you didn't believe that the Clintons were associated with all these shady deaths, you could allow Patrick Bet David to ask the question, and then you could have a pretty, you could have a pretty strong response condemning that. But that's not what Anthony Weiner did. He did exactly what you would expect a totally guilty person who knows where bodies are buried to respond. As I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying the Obama, the, uh, the paddleboarder who died at the Obama residence in Martha's Vineyard had anything to do with the Clinton body count. I think it didn't. I don't think that we have evidence that there was anything shady at play here. But the Clinton body count, well, let's just say that seems, there seems to be a little more evidence behind that. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I do have a few questions. And I think that this is reasonable for us to have questions when a man drowns in the pond on the residence of a former president of the United States, Barack Obama, in Martha's Vineyard. I think it's fair to have questions. And I think that we deserve to have answers to these questions. Here are my questions about this man who, who was drowned. First of all, the initial reports on this story did not say who this person was. So my first question is, who is this? Who is this person that was drowned? We have since found out that it was Obama's personal chef, a man by the name of Tafari Campbell, who worked for the former president and his family in, in Obama's house. He was paddleboarding on the pond with someone else. And what's strange about it is if you look at the Instagram account of Tafari Campbell, several years ago, he posted that he didn't know how to swim, that he was unable to swim. So in a sense, you have to wonder, well, why were you paddleboarding then? But oddly enough, later on, on his Instagram account, he posted that he learned to swim, which is great. If you're an adult that, who doesn't know how to swim and you learn to swim, kudos to you. Swimming's great. And it's also a safety issue. You should know how to swim. But who was he with? Who was this person? This is the strange part of the story to me, is that there were two people paddleboarding. It was Obama's personal chef and someone else. And the other person who observed Tafari Campbell fall off his paddleboard didn't do anything to save. At least that's according to the reports, according to the knowledge of, of what we know right now, it doesn't seem that there was a rescue effort made. This pond reportedly is only eight feet deep. So a person who is able to swim and who is with another person, who was observed by another person, you have to wonder what exactly happened. Was this an incident of drowning or did he have a heart attack? Did he have a stroke? Did he fall off the paddleboard because of some other medical emergency or issue? What exactly happened here? Was the person who was with Tafari Campbell, was he a guest at the house? Was he a guest of the Obamas? Reportedly, the 911 call came from the Obamas' main residence. So you have to wonder who called the cops? Who was aware of the situation as it happened? Um, these are questions I think it's fair to ask. This is not being a conspiracy theorist. I'm not suggesting that there was any foul play here, anything fishy happened. We don't have any indication of that at the moment. I don't think it's particularly fair to assume just because Obama's a radical leftist who associated with critical race theorists and Marxists like Derek Bell defended him in college. I don't think it's fair to assume that he has anything to do with the Clinton body count, which according to Anthony Weiner's response, seems kind of like it might be real be pretty easy to believe that that's real. But I don't know that this has to do with anything. It, 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 it might, if they're secretive about it, if there's something shady about it, if they don't answer our questions. But these are the questions that we should ask so that we know exactly what went down. This is sad. A man lost his life. A man, he wasn't an old man. He was a middle-aged man. He died tragically. And if he drowned, it's a horrible way to die. I'm sorry for him. I'm sorry for his family. I am praying for everyone who's involved, but I do want answers to these questions. And I think it's perfectly reasonable that we demand those answers because the answers exist. It's just a matter of whether we're going to be told the information. So Greta Thunberg was arrested recently because she was occupying a location in the name of a climate protest and the police told her to move and she refused to comply. So the police arrested her. She seemed delighted by the whole thing. Um, I doubt she'll face any repercussions because, of course, she is the climate alarmist's little princess. But Greta Thunberg had a very interesting response when she was asked about this law-breaking incident at a press conference recently. She 
told us directly what she wanted to happen to the world based on her climate fear-mongering. Take a listen to this. Right now, we don't have any laws that holds the carbon in the ground. We don't have any laws that long-term protect us against the self-destructing greed that we have let in full control over the world. Um, the laws have to be changed. We know that we cannot uh, save the world by playing by the rules because the rules have to be changed. It was true that I was at a place at the time described. It is true that I received an order which I did not follow, but um, according to, to me, we are in an emergency. Uh, and then due to that, my, my, uh, sorry, my acting was legitimate, um, even if we have to face. So what's really interesting here is she says the laws have to be changed and the rules have to be changed, but she's been saying that for a long time. She's been saying, how dare you? You have to do something, all of this. But the interesting part of what she said was this phrase. She said, we need laws to protect us against the self-destructive greed. So what does Greta Thunberg mean when she uses this phrase, self-destructive greed? It's her way of describing capitalism. It's her way of describing the fossil fuel industry. Greta Thunberg doesn't want our, and this is not just related to the United States of America and our free market economy and the energy that we require to live prosperously and safely and healthily. She's talking about the entire world. This is like Klaus Schwabian level global planning. She doesn't want a free market economy. She doesn't want capitalism. She doesn't want fossil fuels to be used for modern life. Fossil fuels enable us to have the prosperous life that we have. And I'm not talking about luxury. I'm not talking about private jets. I'm talking about clothes. Fossil fuels are made from petrochemicals or, or fossil fuels um, are used, the petrochemicals from fossil fuels are used to make clothes and textiles and medicine and surgical supplies and just about anything that you can think of, fertilizer and weed killer and pesticides so that we can grow crops so that we don't starve. Our modern way of life is built on fossil fuels. It's not just a matter of, oh, don't drive that gas-guzzling SUV. It's not just a matter of, oh, John Kerry sold his private jet after he was criticized for it. That's not what we're talking about when we're talking about fossil fuels. Fossil fuels underpin the entire Western world. And Greta Thunberg wants to change that. She wants to re-engineer everything and she wants the law to force you to comply with her. So yes, she's a fraud. It also, I, I know she's about 20 years old now. She's not as young as when she first came onto the scene, but she still strikes me as someone who has been brainwashed. Someone, I feel sorry for her actually, because it seems to me that she's been manipulated into how she behaves, manipulated into maybe who she is at this point, at least who she is based on her behavior, because... She has spoken before about the fact that when she was very young, she had trouble sleeping. She couldn't even eat because she was so paralyzed with fear that our planet was going to cease to exist and that she would die and our everything would be ruined, that she had a mental health issues, like a mental breakdown. Like if you don't eat and you can't sleep, then you are in crisis. And it wasn't that she came to that on her own. It's that the adults in her life brainwashed her with that kind of paralyzing fear in order to prompt her to do this kind of stuff. So she's wrong. She's wrong scientifically. She's wrong morally. What she's suggesting would be absolutely catastrophic to 
humanity, but it's also kind of sad what she's doing. It's terrible. And we can see the repercussions, by the way. We can see what our life would look like if Greta Thunberg got her way, if, if this, this, this vision that she has for our society without fossil fuels, if she got her way, then this is what we would see. Climate activists blocked a road recently and it was caught on video when these climate activists were stopping traffic, a woman climbs out of her car and confronts the climate activists because they were shutting down traffic while she was trying to take her baby to the hospital. Take a look at this. She's frantic. Like my adrenaline is increasing watching this because I feel the panic of a mother trying to get her baby help. Taking your baby to the hospital is a mother's worst nightmare. And these entitled brats, these ignorant entitled brats who are essentially advocating for the destruction of humanity via communism, just stop oil, they said. Our planet is more important to them than this child's life. If this doesn't make your blood boil, if you're not infuriated, then, well, then you're not fully understanding what Greta Thunberg is advocating for. It's awful. You have to also think that these people are turning off their intended audience, these climate activists who are blocking this road. Like, do they think they're winning over anybody? I don't think so. Look at the reactions from people in the cars. It's not just that mom. People are furious. This isn't going to convince anybody. This is their stunt that they're pulling to make the news. And yes, I'm giving them news time to expose what bad people they are and what destruction they want for humanity and for our society. That's what Greta Thunberg is advocating for. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. You remember Peter Hotez. He's the, I would call him militant vaccine advocate who refused to uh, go on Joe Rogan's podcast to debate RFK Jr. After RFK Jr. went on Joe Rogan, it was probably, I don't know the, the numbers on it, but at the time, it was an incredibly viral appearance. We talked about it on this show. I know you guys felt the same way that I did about it that it was eye-opening, it was frightening, it was, I was so delighted that Joe Rogan allowed RFK to be on his show and to let RFK speak. We know that RFK sometimes can speak a little on the slow side and a lot of hosts interrupt him a lot, but he talked about the corruption of big pharma and the regulatory agencies and the administrative state of our federal government. He talked about the just the, the corruption and harm that pharmaceutical products have on people that's ignored because the government regulators 
want to later join the pharma companies to profit off of the products that they approve. It's it's so evil. Peter Hotez was the vaccinologist who refused to go and debate RFK, trashed him online, told, said he was a conspiracy theorist, he was propagating nonsense. But then when Rogan says, well, come on the show and debate him, this would be a great show. One person from each side, Peter Hotez refused to do so because he's a chicken. There was even a pot, a charity pot of $2 million that was offered to Peter Hotez to give to the charity of his choice if he would come on the show. And Peter Hotez was still too much of a little chicken, a little chicken. And maybe it's no surprise. This is a tweet that Peter Hotez recently, I don't know if we call it tweet anymore. Now that Elon Musk has renamed Twitter to X, it's not Twitter anymore. It's now X.com. Do we call it tweeted or do we call it Xed? That would be so stupid. That would be the worst thing that he could do if we have to call it Xed. But until we find out this information, we will still be calling it tweets. So Peter Hotez tweeted and he said, not to be a Debbie Downer, but anyone worried about a post Barbie box office COVID bump or post Oppie? We'll probably never know since no one seems to be keeping track of such things anymore. Keep up with your boosters and find a pink N95 or KN95 if you can. I read this and I laughed my head off. I can hear you guys laughing right now. I can, if you're driving in the car, if you're working out, if you're in your home, tending to your children, if you're scrolling Twitter, I can hear chuckles from around the country because what a loser Peter Hotez is. A post Barbie box office COVID bump. Is COVID even still a thing? Are we still calling it COVID or are we just saying, oh yeah, I got a cold? Is it even is it even still around? Cuz I think it's it's selectively targeting people like Peter Hotez who seem these people these like five times vax people seem to be the only ones who are getting it anymore. It seems to me that we aren't really getting it anymore. Once in a while we get a sniffle or two. Maybe it's covid, maybe it's just a cold. Who's to say? Um the Peter Hotez wants you to wear a pink N95 to watch Barbie. And from what I've heard about the Barbie movie, maybe that kind of wokeness would be apropos. We're gonna talk about Barbie a little bit later in the show um, because I do have an opinion on it. I haven't watched it and I still have an opinion on it, which I think you'll be very interested in. But I, before we get to that, I wanna talk about this new director that Joe Biden has nominated to be the director of the NIH. So the, the former director of NIH was Francis Collins. He was ostensibly Anthony Fauci's boss because Fauci was the head of a sub-agency at NIH, the NIAID. So this new NIH director um, nominee, her name is Dr. Monica Bertinoli. She's 64 years old, which I suppose is apropos of nothing, except for the fact that over the course of her career, she has been funded by Big Pharma. This is another example. Peter Hotez wouldn't debate RFK because he knew that RFK would hold him accountable for the corruption that happens between Big Pharma and the regulatory agencies of the administrative state of the federal government. And here we have a perfect example of that. This new, this, this Dr. Monica Bertinoli has, she, and I suppose if you wanna be perfectly accurate here, which I do, I always do, it wasn't that it came to her directly, it's that it came to her organizations organizations where she worked, organizations that she ran, research that she was piloting. If you put it all in that bucket, she received more than $350 million in research-related funds from Big Pharma, even from Pfizer, from AstraZeneca. The 
this is an exorbitant amount of money. So you're telling me that this woman who has been funded by Big Pharma, all her research, her entire resume is about fighting back against cancer and all of these cancer research projects were funded by Big Pharma. You're telling me that she's now gonna serve as the director of the NIH and she's not going to be biased? She's not going to be biased towards Big Pharma that funded her career? I'm sorry, I don't believe that. And I don't think the left believes it either. This is corruption. It's the definition of corruption and we all know it. This is just the first time in our country when the majority of Americans have been touched and hurt by this corruption. Our eyes are open. We are no longer blind to the bad things that Big Pharma is doing with big government. No longer blind to that. There is one good thing that is in the works, this hasn't come fully to fruition yet, related to big pharma and vaccines, et cetera. The state of New York, believe it or not, I know it's a very blue state, the state of New York, there's a bill in their state assembly that would bring back religious exemptions for vaccine requirements for school children. So journey back just a couple of years and the state of New York eliminated the ability for parents to submit religious exemptions for their children to attend school. The state of New York, as all states do, had has requirements that, that say that children must have this number of vaccines if they want to attend school. And if we were operating in a nation that respected parental rights and parents would have the absolute right to say, I, I want an exemption for my child for this because of medical reasons, because of religious reasons, or because of philosophical reasons. But what Big Pharma and the militant vaccine act activists did is they took away philosophical and religious exemptions so that parents could not choose of their own, own judgment not to get their child a certain vaccination in order to send them to school. They'd have to ask permission from a doctor. And we know doctors aren't going to give that permission. So New York eliminated this, this right of parents to seek religious exemptions, but there's a new bill in the New York State Senate. Let me bring this up so that I can tell you exactly what the number is on this bill. This is Senate Bill S-118 in the New York State Senate that would restore religious exemptions. It provides a religious exemption from vaccination requirements for school attendance. That's the summary of the bill. Bill number S-118. The sponsor of this bill is Patrick Gallivan. He is a Republican. Shocker, of course he's a Republican. The co-sponsors are Jacob Ashby, Mario Matera, George Bolero, and Dean Murray, all Republicans, again. Perhaps we shouldn't be surprised at this point because it's Republicans that are standing up. This is great news. Right now the bill is in committee. It's in the Senate's Health Committee. This is often where bills go to die in committee unless parents and citizens stand up and demand that it be passed to, um, well, the next step here would be put on the floor calendar and then pass the Senate and pass the assembly. Parents stand up and demand this. This, this would be a huge, huge victory for parental rights and for liberty as a whole. For liberty as a whole, if we could restore these religious exemptions. So yes, bad news from Peter Hotez, one of the people who propagates the nonsense that, that says that everyone should be vaccinated to the gills regardless of what parents think. That's essentially his standpoint. Biden's picking an NIH director who is just gonna regurgitate the same old big pharma stuff because she's corrupt, but at least we have this little bit of encouragement. All right, we have time for one more thing before we go. This, my friends, is a video of hundreds of golden retrievers 
who are gathered, or that, I guess they're not people, that are gathered in Scotland for the 155th anniversary of the breed. Take a look at this. Look at all those golden retrievers. Here's my question when I see this video. Here's my question. Can their owners tell them apart? Like, there's hundreds of golden retrievers in this lawn. Do the owners look out there and is do they recognize these dogs the way that you would recognize your kid? Where it's like, yeah, I see my dog because I know my dog. Or are they kind of confused? Do you think that it's just like, well, this one kind of looks like mine. I had, I had a purple bandana on mine too, so I guess I'll take this one home. I don't know. Who's to say? Who will ever know? The dogs can't tell us. The dogs can't tell us. Guys, make sure you pre-order my book, Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America's Kids. You can go to hideyourchildrenbook.com to pre-order it. It'll be in your mailbox in just a few weeks. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.